0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Talk Wulu to Me, a Supernatural podcast. I am your host, Athena Rodriguez, and today I have a guest named PX Floro. She is awesome. Welcome, PX. Woohoo! <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being here. I know that you're a very busy person and uh, uh, very all over the place. I have seen you like at every comedy show. You're doing it
1: that's i feel like that's what social media portrays me to, to look <laughs> like and that's what it but like like the past week i think the past 30 days that we've you know i feel like i've talked to you more than the past like 11 years <laughs> like, i know so right funny.
0: oh my god like, hey,
1: hey, weird <laughs> and you're like no you're fine <laughs> and uh, i'm so happy you even taught me how to do the moon uh moon water so i'm, I'm excited uh Oh. To finish that.
0: Yeah. Hold on. I got to plug in my shit right now. I am a professional.
1: So am I. I mean, <laughs> I'm in my bathroom, you know.
0: Oh, we yeah. We got this. Oh, yeah. We got this. <clears throat> okay. So basically, what I want to talk to you about is uh, first question first is, Do you consider yourself a spiritual person? You know, I didn't
1: think so before, but since I've like hit my late thirties, even now I'm I turned 40 this year, 100% spiritual. (laughs) Like I can't even like wrap my head around it. And I, I honestly, you made a comment about something about like, uh, something about uh, depression and how I feel like because I'm like an energy, like energy person, and yeah. I tend to like uh, have people come to me with their concerns, and you know I've had a couple of people who tell me like they they wanted to.
0: <laughs> Did you hear that loud ass car? I'm I sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know that they they didn't want to be on this earth, and so I could feel that energy and that pain. Yeah, and I. I've noticed that when I just listen to myself more too, I'm able to help myself and those people.
0: Yeah. And
1: I haven't like really talked to like my family so much about it, but I feel more comfortable s- speaking to specific people and you're one of them. So that's why yes. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm just like, you totally get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. You're like, yeah. <laughs> like, people are like,
0: it's crazy. <laughs> Plus, it's really cool to see how so many of us are on like a way different level of our journey and how yeah. important it is. Like I feel like uh like my best friend Laura, you know, we're able to communicate about this a lot and very frequently. And we've noticed similarities along our path where they mirror each other and the level and the leveling up that has to occur in our lives and it's so crazy that you meet people that are either in their parallel to you or you know that like there's resistance and you need them out And, and i feel like there's
1: like a a connection you know like where i'm just like oh i'm not alone at what I'm thinking in my thoughts, yeah. <laughs> you know, and other people. And there has been moments where I'm just, I'm like, I look at you and you're like, <laughs> and I feel like a lot of women too have that intuition where it's like, we don't even have to speak. It's just this thing, this yeah. energy. It's just, you know what I'm talking about? You know what oh, I'm yeah. talking about? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah I, I don't have to say anything. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my gosh. The look is like the most important to me, I think, because um, I'm not very good with like communicating and, and making it, uh, palatable. I'm very awkward and I lose my train of thought really fast. So yeah. I like being able to just like, you know, emote and people get what I'm thinking, you know, I yeah. like that.
1: <laughs> and and I've been open to about interrupting people because I used to, I used to not interrupt people. And then when I do interrupt I wouldn't even say sorry. I would just be like, blah. Right. <laughs> and then now I'm, I catch myself and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but I do <laughs> yeah. because if I don't spit it out, I'm going to forget like in the spiritual world, it's gone. Like there yes. it goes. Yes.
0: And I, if I don't
1: spit it out right there in that moment, I'm going to regret it. And I don't like living or thinking with regret. So I, I spit it out and I'll apologize. I'll apologize. Cause I, I really don't mean to, but I mean to, you know, yeah. but it's a learning part for me. And, Spiritually, I feel happier. Does that sound weird? I mean, no. Since not I've been at like, all. yeah, I feel so much more happier and like carefree, and just like not even even more. So people thought I didn't care. Like they're just like, <laughs> you just seem so cool, and you just don't care. I'm like no, I care a lot. <laughs> I just
0: yeah. I just
1: act like I don't care because that's cool, you know. But now I'm. It's I've actually put more feeling into that not caring and just kind of like letting it roll off my shoulder. I'm like, why, why do you even care? Like, you know, I, I, death isn't around me as much as I, it it should be in my life. I know that sounds crazy. And so I always kind of tell myself, like, if I were to die tomorrow, what would the last things I want to be thinking about? And then I'm like, I think about what I'm stressing about. And I'm like, not that,
0: exactly, you know, and then
1: instant it's like not stress anymore. I'm like, and I feel so fortunate to be able to figure that out. And I, uh, a veil has yes. literally been like lifted yes. off of me this year <clears throat> and I got COVID. So that's another thing.
0: <laughs> and- <laughs> Good changes for everyone.
1: I know. And I mean, I haven't really been sick. I saw my normal allergies. This is normal. People are like, oh, that's COVID. And I'm like, no, no, I, I had this even before I had COVID. Yeah. I've always oh, had allergies, God. which people are like, oh, that's COVID. And I'm like. Okay, sure. Yeah, <laughs> we'll
0: call it COVID. Yeah, <laughs> just this once. Oh my gosh, what an exciting like time! I would have to say, um, <coughs> I like I like how you say uh, you you think that you would be around death more. <laughs> yeah, I. You know well, what pops you know, that pops up about? It, it pops because um, you love horror films so much. That's what that makes me think of. Oh, that's because you know you're into like hella slasher films and shit.
1: (laughs) I mean, no one in my life has ever passed in any form (laughs) like that. But it's like I'm like I love horror movies. I haven't watched a horror movie since since uh, that psychedelic show. (gasps) I have not played one horror movie. It's been about two weeks, and I watch horror religiously like dateline is 24 7 like and that just proves like a spiritual shift change and i'm not saying i'm not gonna watch it you know uh, yeah. like anytime soon but i've just never i never had like the need to where i was before i'm like oh i need to watch a horror movie right now i need to like i need that adrenaline and like that scare oh that's fake okay yeah moving <laughs> on next movie you know and i don't have that and i'm I, I mean that's the first time i can say that like i since high school. Horror movies, horror movies, (laughs) horror movies. A little rom-coms here and there, you know.
0: Yeah, you gotta pepper them in.
1: Yeah, and (laughs) I still enjoy watching horror movies. I'm sure I'll still watch it. I'm I'm looking forward to like winding down the weekend. I'm like, okay, now I get to pick. I'm like on a whole nother level of me. Let's see if I can still enjoy it. Or it might go the complete opposite where I'm like, all right, I don't think I'm going to be watching (laughs) corporate for a long
0: time. (laughs) I've noticed that. I noticed that, um, like when I kind of, um, get to a level spiritually that certain things that I really enjoyed before kind of like get phased out and it doesn't feel like, you know, slap in the face, cold Turkey thing. Like all of a sudden I just (laughs) am not enjoying it. And like one right. of the things was horror movies for me. Like I used to love horror movies. And now when I watch them, it's so weird. It's almost like, uh, it like auto triggers all these like emotes all over. Oh me. no. And this so is- I'm like, whoa, why is that happening? This is not real. Like what is yeah. that? And it's just like, I, I, I'm so empathetic that I'm like, over-empathizing for these characters.
1: You're probably even wondering, like, I wonder what the actor went through to do this movie. I know! know, Like,
0: like, exactly! Like, oh my (laughs) gosh, this is just... You're like, I hope they got a break in between those scenes. (laughs) Or especially if it's extra gory, I'm like, oh... (laughs) That's so funny. Well, I'm
1: trying to think. The last horror movie I watched was um, The Cube. Uh, like so it was kind of like a taken back like old school like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. horror movie yeah and then i watched uh, it was playing on T- on samsung tv shout out to samsung tv <laughs> sponsor us <laughs> give us a show <laughs> yeah Wahoo. Yeah. and so uh um and it was playing the the three movies or four movies that came out I was like I didn't even know they had a fourth one or like a third one Dang. but I watched and, and I watched them all and I was like uh, okay that was the last yeah horror movie I, I want to say I watched which was kind of cool because I'm like it's a weird like trippy movie yeah, yeah. you know you don't expect the ending to be the ending mm-hmm. so I'm glad that you know old movies can still do that to me you know, so I, yeah, I love that. And what I was saying about the death thing, just kind of circle it back. Yeah. Well, you know how everyone, when we were younger, everyone would always say like, you get to that age, you get to that age, you get to that age where people start passing away. I mean, even those, even more so. I'm not right, knock on wood right here. Uh, like, I, I feel like I'm at that age and I feel I'm so blessed and fortunate and healthy and the people around me are so healthy. You know, even with the whole pandemic thing, because I mean, I did lose some family members to COVID you know and it's it's crazy how like on a on a on a different level like i'm sad they're gone but at the same time like i still feel like they're here you yeah. know what i mean like are with me like so i i'm not as sad i guess so to speak on the spiritual side of it right yeah and then you know i i see my family members are just like oh they're so so heartbroken and i want to take some of that pain But it's it's hard. They have to be ready for it, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh, Just not throwing it in their face. But I feel like sharing my story is always easier than you know, forcing something on someone.
0: Absolutely. I I also notice um, because grief can fog you up. It makes you completely brain fogged for everything. It like it almost mutes all of your good feelings and makes it completely distorted. So then you just don't feel like yourself. And then that that's even more frustrating because you're like, well, I took so long to create this sense of self. And now I don't even know who I am anymore. Right, right. So grief is, is a pretty intense thing to go through. And it always like blows my mind when I see people who are like, fresh in grief, like it's not it hasn't even been a month. And they're posting things on Facebook, like, don't tell people to get over it. And I'm like, oh, my God, who would tell you that? That's like, that blows my mind. Like, oh, my gosh, like,
1: sheesh. It's so insincere. And like, I don't know if sometimes the people who say that, like, if they've gone through something, you know, traumatic themselves that make yeah. them say something like that you know mm-hmm. but no one ever knows what other people are, are going through and that's the, that's it, it as much as a uh, grief takes time to heal it's it's always so sudden even if you're prepared for it it's still sudden right mm-hmm. and they might be experiencing that same grief from that very moment for the longest time, right. Mm -hmm. Or they're able to kind of surpass that. I feel for those people. I just feel Mm -hmm. I can only imagine. Oh, I feel it sometimes. I'm just like, Oh, I can definitely, I feel that energy.
0: Yeah. because You can tell that they were suppressing their own grief. Like it's possible. Yes. It's possible to just get over it, but it's going to manifest outside of you because it hasn't been processed or dealt with so that grief is going to manifest as addictive behaviors it's going to manifest as like having um aggression issues anger issues and you're going to think oh no i'm just this really good person that can get through grief really fast and not Mm -hmm. even realizing that it'll manifest in other things that are problematic and that's why healing is so important.
1: Yeah, I, be, I feel like people forget that they have to feel, you know? That's like, yeah. I can't be this way. I can't. It's like, I mean, I know you can't, but you, you have to feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the best way to feel after you feel, then you can heal. And yeah. I, don't, I feel like people don't give themselves enough credit. I used to be that way. I used to be the hardest person yeah, on myself. no
0: judgment at all. Yeah. We've all gone yeah. through the cycle, the wheel turns. Yeah. It always yeah. turns. And that's why I say there's always a chance for you to make yourself, you know, happy with your story. Yeah. There's always a chance.
1: And be able to tell it because yeah, your way, people, through
0: your word.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tell your story, share your story. I mean, I never thought 2023 would even be like this. I never thought it was <laughs> you know I was gonna be COVID.
0: I know. And the, the timing is so like
1: wild. Breaking the statistics here, you know. <laughs> I already I already had comics ask me, like, what are you gonna do about your theories now? And I'm like, <laughs> right? you're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to wait till you go to the next show and you can hear what my what my theory is now. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, comedy has helped so much. And I feel like it's been one of the main consistent things that's in my life that hasn't let me down. And if it did, it's it's myself who, who, who you know what I mean? Yeah. Who let it down.
0: Yeah. I agree. Wow. And then, like I said before, I don't know if I said it, but I think I said it before, uh, was that with comedy, a lot of people don't realize it is a very intuitive thing that you're doing on stage you're reading the room you're reading the energy of people you're looking at facial movements you're you know you're kind of like absorbing everybody's energy and translating Mm -hmm. it into your jokes you know you know where to hit and you know where to go um I think also that a lot of the points you made about you know depression and stuff that being spiritual does kind of go into tandem with being able to handle that kind of stuff. I think that, uh I don't want to say it diffuses it. I feel what it does is it kind of like makes you accept your part in your situation, makes you accountable for what you have been through and what you allow to happen and keep happening. And then when you talk about it to other people, it validates what you've been through. And then you find out you weren't alone. And that's like the super most important thing to me is that people realize that they're not alone. We are all going through pretty much similar cycles all throughout everybody.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I th- that's where I feel like the whole suicide thing becomes a pandemic because those are the people who feel the most alone, Yeah, you know? And it's back crazy. to, I was saying saving lives, there's literally people I, I've had to like talk off the ledge, not physically, but mentally and emotionally. Yeah.
0: And That's I'm so thankful.
1: Important. Yeah. And I'm so thankful I was there because what if I wasn't there or what if it happened to, they had to have been talking to someone else, you know? Yeah. So I I'm thankful and, you know, uh, but comedy is the one thing that it just always snaps back. Hell yeah. You know, it's like a rubber band where it's like we're in our saddest moments, you know, in tragedy, we find comedy and it helps. Mm-hmm. It's such a dose, you know, it's a, me- it's like literally medicine.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: to be able to give to other people. Don't say give. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I agree. I think comedy really um, does the best with elevating energy with a lot of people. Um, I like, I mean, everybody wants to be at a big show, but even if you're at a a smaller venue and it's like maybe five people in the crowd, it's still, you elevated those five people with your energy. And that's like such an honor. It's such a privilege to let people like, like you don't understand how much of a privilege that is for people to open themselves up, put their defenses down and allow you to like, uh, uplift them. Yeah. Some people are stubborn. They don't want to hear it, you know? Oh no, comedy. But, but like, it just like kind of confirms that the right ones will be attracted to it. Those are the ones that you needed to uplift. Those are the ones that needed to hear your words. Right.
1: Those are the ones who need the laughs. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's funny because uh my uh, neighbor you can kind of hear I think her kid her grandkids up there uh and she found out I was a comedian because she likes watching comedy stuff and she saw one of my flyers I guess when I was at the San Jose Improv and she's like hey I found something out about
0: you oh dang kind of
1: like, yeah and I was like what and she's like I found out you're a comedian and I'm like oh my
0: yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> god <Girl, phew. laughs> I know <laughs>
1: I was like, she's literally seen people crawl in and out of my window. (laughs) And she's even messaged me. She's like, is everything okay? I saw someone call was like, oh yeah, I was too lazy to open open the door. Everything's fine. They're just they're just coming through the window.
0: She's like, okay.
1: and uh they just recently told me they're going to Rooster Tea Feathers to go watch a comedy show. Oh wow. And I was like, oh,
0: that's awesome.
1: And and they, they didn't want to go out because they wanted to make sure that they were vaccinated and boosted, right? And I said, Oh, yeah. So we they're like, we haven't gone out at all, like to like comedy show in the past like three years. I said, Oh, well, how many vaccines and how many boosters have you taken? They're like nine.
0: Whoa.
1: Nine, and she's like, "Yeah, we just need to get one more, and then we're gonna what? feel comfortable going out." Oh my god! And I was like, I, "To to me, that's a that's a little excessive." I feel you like know? that is—is is it because their
0: age? What is that?
1: They're older, and I feel like. I, I don't this is a conspiracy theory i feel like they're being manipulated from whatever they're watching or whatever they're being told because i feel like nine boosters and vaccinations like that's like that's like if they gave you a flu shot every year and they're like it's not working let's give you another one Wait. <laughs>
0: oh gosh. I, wow oh yeah
1: so, but they're so sweet, and so, like, now they're gonna go to you know Rooster Tea Feathers, which you know, shout out to Rooster Tea Feathers, it's a great place to go watch comedy. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, hopefully, they make it out to one of my shows. <laughs> Hell
0: yeah, that'll be yeah. that. At least you have one, you have like, yeah, two people right. ready to see you,
1: and you're gonna be there, Athena. I'm gonna be like, hey, remember, something
0: about yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah she knows something about me exactly <laughs> uh shit's hilarious oh my god so so yeah i mean uh it's just amazing how comedy is in like everyone's lives right now and, it, and it's the best medicine i don't care what oh, anybody yeah. says you know i tested negative today as of today when Yay! you asked me Yay! yesterday yeah you asked me yesterday you're like how are you feeling and I'm like still so positive positive." <laughs> and then today I tested and I was like yeah I'm negative so um okay. I'm gonna be out in the real world the next few days but uh oh sad that your worst neighbors didn't get to do the live taping so it's been bumped so that'll be that'll be fun it'll be fun to see my neighbors again he's been dropping off care packages he's so awesome
0: Oh, that's so sweet yeah.
1: Yeah, he's like, you want some? He's like, do you need anything? And at first, I was like, no.
0: <laughs> Girl, actually, I need some crack yeah. crackers. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. After like a few days went by, I-, I was just like, here's a grocery list of what I need. <laughs> like, my COVID test, milk. Um, You <laughs> got I'll me like it. cat food and dog food. Yeah, it was so Aww. nice of him. He didn't have to, but he got me even stuff for my animals. So yeah. I was like, you're the best neighbor. He's the best or he's shut up Or oh, yeah. he sandwiches yeah
0: Fuck yeah dude okay well um i really like our conversation so far like i'm pr- trying to keep the the train of thought going because i'm higher than a giraffe's balls <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> did you hear about that giraffe that was born with no spots no isn't that is it wild like it, it's is just it like i
1: Oh, instead of like the yellow the yellow color? Yeah. So does it kind of look like a horse in a way? Like yeah. with
0: the long neck? With the long <laughs> neck. Yes.
1: Yeah. I I was gonna ask you, did you hear about uh the government coming out with a website of declassified information oh. on UFOs? Yeah, I'm like declassified though that sounds like such a cool list to be on like it's like it's no longer like a secret <laughs> like so now they're like l- releasing all these videos uh, oh,
0: all those times
1: all those times people were like crazy and they called the news and they were like there's something out there
0: that's so sad <laughs> there was really oh something God. out there they <laughs> like, like see, i told you yeah <laughs> or they're not yeah. even gonna know because they're probably like living off the grid all scared <laughs>
1: yeah yeah or they've been like m.i.d you know what i mean look yes, at the light
0: exactly. <laughs> don't oh remember. Gosh. that's wild. Yeah, there's some really crazy, crazy crazy hilarious. shit going
1: on that's why when you said when you told me instructions how to make moon water i'm like all right moon water every month <laughs> It's really <laughs> about dope. to make some moon it's water
0: it's really dope and i also like um making it into like a tea like, you just get your little teabag and put it in there. That's also oh. And then, like, if you want to go, like, hard on it, you could, like, stare at the water. And you're, like, <laughs> st- but you're putting intention in it. So you're, like, Energy. staring it down, going, you know, love. I feel kindness. I feel, you know, complete. I feel clarity. And you're, like, putting that intention into it. And then you drink it. Top notch. Up. yeah all these a... like weird little things that i do when i say it out loud it sounds weird.
1: <laughs> no i was like i'm making it and i was even like i think i missed it you're like no tonight you can put the jar I'm like, yes. <laughs>
0: i was like i have to wait next month <laughs> oh
1: my gosh I'm like all does right. it need
0: a lid yeah <laughs> i want you to tell me uh what is a really prominent woo-woo thing that happened to you? Um,
1: I would say the most prominent things are uh, things that have been repetitive. Yeah. You know, so like, um, I'll hear a name, you know, and I'll hear it like consistently for the next for 30 days straight like it'll just be it'll it could be someone's name it could be someone's name on tv it could be that same person's name uh, on the radio which was one of the reasons why i was going to call you one day because i was like all right don't think about the name don't think about the name don't think about the name and (laughs) the moment i unmuted my tv it said the name and it creeped me out i was like dang it you got me (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and it's not with just that name I'm noticing it with other names. So now I'm just kind of like making a mental note. Mm. So I, and I feel like it's happening kind of more frequently only because I I'm listening.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm,
1: I'm listening to it and I'm just on a spiritual level, kind of just listening to the universe, you know, listening to myself. Well, not even myself, it's the universe. Like yeah. literally, like saying the name or the word or whatever it is, um, what was it uh one was so I used to be on this radio station I don't know if I if I ever had you on the radio show it was 91.5 KKUP it was a late show um and I had it from midnight to 3 a.m and the weird part was how I even got on the show I wasn't on it it. (laughs) It yeah yeah you're like wait I don't I'm like, I'm trying to jog my memory. I was like, who was there? Like, I have silhouettes <laughs> of people in there. And I'm like, was that you? <laughs> and um, I remember, like, being destined to be on the radio. And I remember, like, being on a guest on this this uh, producer's show. And then she was like, hey, you should have your own show. And I was like, okay. And then and I ended up getting my own show. And then... I was um going through my albums and I was kind of like seeing pictures from that time and I was like, Man, I wonder if I could ever get my get my show back. And so I went to music in the park and I bumped into the original producer who brought me in. Oh my god. Yeah. So this is like five, six, seven years later. And she's like, Hey, and I was like, I thought you moved. She's like, No, I never moved. And I was like, No way. And then boom, I'm Gonna pitch back to get the radio show back again. And I felt like that energy was just like what was needed or what was yes. what I, the universe needed me to hear, you know, like, okay, it's gonna be in your face now. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: yeah. <now. laughs>
1: and I was like, oh my gosh. So I'm excited. You know, that's probably like the most recent, like, and it happens all the time. And I'm just listening yeah. to it more you know, and it's, it's so different. It makes me happy when I'm like, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. I knew that wasn't so that wasn't something else. It's like my mind, body, and soul. Like, mm-hmm. like even my body's telling me like, uh, you know what, PX, you should have grabbed that, but you know what, you're going to grab that anyways, because your body's telling you to do it. Grab it. Like, <laughs> Oh, I'm thirsty. I need the water. Like my body's talking to me too. Yeah,
0: so. absolutely. I think yeah.
1: everyone should just listen to themselves you know, the peace and quiet, someone made a comment to me. Yeah. Someone made a comment. They're like, Oh yeah, that's right. It's not normal anymore for people to like enjoy peace and quiet. And I'm like, that's, that's true. Like people have to have their phones. People have to have radio, TV, music, whatever it is, children in the background. You know what I mean? Like I I get it.
0: I think it's a lot. Um, I mean, not with everybody, but I think it has a lot to do with like sometimes um, when people start just thinking about stuff like about themselves, um, whatever judgmental or critical person in their lives that like kind of, you know, put them down as they're like getting older or growing into themselves, then they start hearing that chatter And then they feel yucky. So that's why they go to like, you know, Facebook to start scrolling. I need to get tone and boost because I just made myself feel yucky remembering this thing or, you know, criticizing myself or not feeling good enough. Now I need to like plug into something else to make the chatter stop. And that's why I think like, it's really important to be careful or mindful of like what you're consuming instead. Like if you're just like watching trash yeah, <laughs> like to get away from trash thoughts. Like that's not gonna really balance it out, you know. It know. was
1: uh, yesterday. I I'm, since I've had COVID, I haven't been on my phone as much. Like I'll go on there for a couple. I'll yeah. play some games, but then that's it. And so um, when I was, uh, I lost my train of thought. It was something about me not being on my phone,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um, what was it?
0: thoughts maybe
1: I was just saying like the more I wasn't on my phone the more I was able to kind of like hone in on something yeah but now I forgot what it was but but whatever that thought was it was it was that I was gonna bring up (laughs) like what was it it's like driving me it'll it'll come back
0: yeah (laughs) when I channel that's what happens sometimes is like uh the information's coming through really fast so if I don't catch it right coming through then it just like I'll have to wait to see if they'll like send it again or I'm just like well that's gone or I've had this weird occurrence where um uh I'll start talking about something and they go no don't say that and it's almost like they like bonk me right out of that message and I forgot the whole message
1: and oh, I can know that that's, that's awesome. something
0: that's possible. So I, it's just very interesting, those little aspects. And it all depends on how open you are and how much you're willing to do it. And and I think that, like, you being able to be a little bit more open with it, it it's kind of, like, alleviated a lot of, like, the way that you perceive um, yourself. Yeah. And how you perceive other people.
1: Yeah. No, and I wanted to thank you Athena because I was able to kind of like understand myself more and mm-hmm. one of those experiences was right when I got uh covid. Like I already explained to you like I felt like a veil was lifted off and I just felt like a di- on a different level of spirituality and mm-hmm. when I was walking to go visit my friend and his mom at the hospital I could feel like I don't know if it was the hospital or whatever like my energy literally like going towards like even like the hair I could feel my hair yeah. going towards the hospital right and I was like wow this is totally different from my other experiences yeah. when I was going into the hospital and I just kind of listened to it and then I went in there and I visited uh, my my friend and it was really weird uh, this was the first time I've been to a hospital and they didn't require you to wear a mask and I thought that was weird Ooh. because I, and that was one of the first things I noticed because when you walk in there's like a thing where you can grab the masks right and then there's antibacterial so I was like oh automatically put it on and then I sprayed my inside bacterial and then as soon as I turned the corner I see security guard like five people like putting stuff in lockers no masks and I was like okay this is weird and so then I, I I go in and then and then they're like okay you're gonna go down and you're gonna stand in front of a door you can't go in until the other person goes through and I'm like okay this is the weirdest experience I've ever had going to a hospital, but it was a different part of the hospital, so that's why I I didn't question it, right? Like this nice. is the I would like to say the like psychiatric part of the hospital. Oh wow! So then I was like, it's a little bit different, right? But this is like a fancy hospital, so I was kind of surprised they had all these doors. And so I get in there, mind you, I'm there to support my friend and his mom and the mom does not know who I am. Okay. So I'm here in oh, the God. hospital and I'm like looking around and I assume this is his mom and his dad, right. Talking to each other. And they're like, yeah, we're waiting for, we're waiting for him or when I was like, shit, they're waiting. And then, so this lady comes over to me. And she's like, do you need any help? And I was like, this is going to sound weird. <laughs> and I was like, but I'm here to support my friends Uh, to support his parents but his parents don't know who I am and now I don't know where my friend is
0: (laughs) oh my gosh that is so weird
1: yeah and so and the lady was like okay well now are you gonna just sit here and wait I was like yeah I'll, I'll wait so I'm sitting here in this waiting room right no one I don't know fucking anybody and I'm just kind of like All right, I'm just going to see how long this lasts. And then finally, the parents were like, well, we're waiting for our son. And I stand up. And I was like, about that, uh, the lady just told me that you're only allowed two visitors. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm your son's friend. (laughs) Now, they're like whole hospitals now looking at me, right? Because this is like all happening. And they're like, okay, so your son can't come in because she's here. And I was like, no, that's fine. I'll go. Like, I'll be happy to leave. No one knows who I am, you know? And then the dad's like, no, no, you stay and I'll go out. And then finally the son comes in and now we're all finally like, now my energy is like at a different like color. I feel (laughs) like, right. And I'm like, now everything makes sense. And we're sitting here talking great talk with, with, with the, with the, with the mom and my friend. And, and then, I'm sitting there and I can feel like her like her pain and her Mm -hmm. and her sadness because she's there right she's that's who I came to visit and I was there for my friend and I could just feel all of it and then the visit ended because they were like okay visiting hours is over and so we went outside and then I'm talking to my friend and as I'm out there talking to him I can literally feel like this I don't know if it's like a pain or soreness or energy going to up my neck into my skull and then right here and then I start getting this headache and now I'm like squinting I was like maybe it's because the sun's in my eyes Mm -hmm. yeah this is it's so so crazy so I put my sunglasses on right and it helps a little bit and then as he's talking I like I'm like okay waiting for him to finish his story and then once he finishes his story I was like I'm so sorry but I feel Terrible right now. My head is just throbbing. I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm sorry, I have to go. And he's like, Oh, no, that's fine. So then I leave. Mind you, I took a COVID test that day, that morning, right? Because I knew I was going to go to the hospital to visit him and his mom and his family. And so I was like, I'm going to take tests. So I'm like, Okay, I'm going to go home. And I'm like driving home and I'm like, I hope I'm okay. I go home. And I start feeling kind of weird. And literally, I can't even get up out of bed at this point. Uh, Priscilla Torres had to pick up some equipment for me because I was holding some equipment from her, from another comedian. Then I was like, it's in my trunk. I don't know what I have, but I tested today and I was negative. So it's in my trunk. And so she ended up coming and then I opened the trunk and she's like, I'm sorry, you're not feeling well. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I couldn't go to the open mic. And then I took some like um, NyQuil, knocked out. Woke up fine. Right. Like I was fine. Like I didn't even feel sick or anything. And then the next day I tested positive. Holy crap. Yeah. And like then the whole week I just felt like so much more connected to myself. Like I was re energized. I guess you could say, which would you think would be the opposite? Cause I got COVID, yeah. but I wasn't sick. You know, I never felt sick. I never really felt I felt tired just because I think I'm at home doing nothing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I did Love and Hip Hop Marathon. So like, I'm all caught up with Atlanta, Hollywood. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are my shows. And I feel so guilty. <laughs> I love those shows. Everyone's like, you watch that? I'm all yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm so caught up now.
0: Treat you uh,
1: so, so yeah, comics watch that stuff too. <laughs> oh,
0: man, You know, when you talk about the headache part, Um, the first thing, of course, that I always think of is like, uh, a spirit might've followed you outside of the hospital and picking up on their injury, uh, because that's how it comes through for me. A lot of the times, like, uh, I think what I was working at, um, Barnes and Noble, I was in the media department and every time like I was in the media department or talking to people that were in there, we'd always talk about how we get really bad headaches. And I always thought it was because of the the fluorescent lights, right? Right. You know, oh, it's brighter in there, maybe it's that. So one day I was in there and I was like just checking all the DVDs because we have to see if anybody's stolen any or whatever. And I said, if any you know spirits want to like talk to me, keep me company, you know, come through. And all of a sudden, my head started fucking hurting again, and I was just like, "Oh, I hate it." And I didn't put it two is. and two together. Yeah. And then I turned to my left, and I saw a boy there, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and it caught, it like really startled me. But yeah. he like, I was like, "Uh oh, hi!" And then you know, he was like very personable. He looked like a teenager, like probably around 16 or 17. You know, I didn't really know the age and I was like, Hey, how's it going? And then every, I noticed every time I'd move forward, the headache wouldn't be as strong. And then when he'd come closer to me, the headache would be like super big. And I want me to back up a little bit because your, your head pain is hurting. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he was like, the way that he was standing looked like he was in the military. Like, you know, those boys that are in ROTC and stuff. Right. Training to be police officers. That's the way his mannerisms were. And so I told Sam about it in like text. And when he came to pick me up, um, that boy followed me outside of the store. And I told Sam, cause we didn't drive back then we would walk over to the, you know, buses and then, you know, wait and stuff. And I noticed he was following me from the store. And I, I was like, Sam, he's following us from the store. And then what Sam's like, why do you think he's doing that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, why are you following me? And then he said, where am I supposed to go? Like, it <sighs> was like, he didn't even know he could leave the Aww. store. Yeah. And it was just like, so crazy. Yeah, I was like you can go wherever you want to go and it just yeah. blew his mind. I found out later that it was a a boy in the neighborhood who was shot in the head and passed from his injuries and the reason why he was very like um military like is because he was training to be a marine. What? Yeah. And he didn't even know that he could just leave that freaking mall. I don't know how he got s- trapped in the mall, but it just like it just... opens you Was this up. the
1: Barnes and Noble that was attached to the mall? Yes.
0: yes. At Eastridge. Mm hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. So, like, when they see us, it's like we're like a very light light we look like a light like a beacon and so if you open it up he could have seen me from a little bit past the mall and just like went through all the walls and went through everything and just ended up right there
1: it's crazy
0: and I think that's possibly what happened to you I
1: and I feel like those things happen a lot more than than we think or we know you know, and it's mm-hmm. because we, it's like out of sight, out of mind, we're just like, oh, maybe I'm dehydrated, or maybe yeah. it's water, and those are the things that I think of first, right, like, of course. once my headache starts hurting, I'm like, okay, maybe it's, I'm dehydrated, and I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I've been drinking water all day, and I'm like, oh, maybe uh, this, and, you know, I feel like with man-made drugs, like the Tylenol that I took to stop the headache, like, probably stops something else, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and because um, if I could I would try not to take the medicine but now that you mentioned it I feel like that's how it felt it felt like something was attached to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what I mean and then when I slept it off probably it was just like oh bloop, okay bye whatever yeah but
0: exactly
1: yeah now I'm gonna be like uh I'm gonna try to do more like cleansing spiritually before walking in and out before I even go home <laughs> yeah
0: or I mean you just like, never know just making sure that's what I'm saying is like uh We're very distracted and not, not very cognizant of, you know, all the little things that show up, all the little imbalances around us that show up. And that's one of the reasons why we're supposed to be like paying attention and not, um, what is the word? I don't want to say distracted and not aware, basically awareness. I've noticed heals a lot more than we realize. Like sometimes we can't heal things because we're not aware that it's there. And then when it pops up, like through a trigger or something like that, it's so important to go, Oh, that's there. It sucks. I hate it. Like that's the worst. I can't believe that happened, but being aware that, Oh, that's why it hurts there.
1: Yeah, instead of ignoring it, Mm -hmm. right? And then using drugs to kind of suppress whatever it is that's, yeah.
0: And then the the interesting thing I really find about, okay, so we, you know, jump to like alcohol, drugs, um, promiscuous sex as like a lot of the way that people cope with these kind of like imbalances, but we shouldn't discount, you know, overeating you know, eating our feelings is also another way to try to like, unhealthily lack of, yeah, lack of eating too. Yes, exactly. Like the, a lot of people will say things about, um, if I had only known they were, you know, going through something and the truth is you can tell, like there are ways of knowing and sometimes you you can can go, okay, I'm just overthinking it for them. They know how to regulate their shit. Like, but it it doesn't take much to just like check in with people. And I think that that's what you do a lot. And I think that that's what makes you such a very like strong and powerful influence on people like me who um, want to be vulnerable, but get kind of like shied away from it because we're like, so um, worried that people will just, you know, I I don't know, doormat us. Right. I fall into the category us. of doormatting. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. <laughs> because I noticed that the doormat. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. So a lot of a lot of the time when people doormat, it's um, a people pleasing mechanism. It's a you know a protection strategy. But I've noticed that my doormatting has like evolved into a well. I want to be kind because I know how. Angry I can get like that was my issue when I was younger is I had anger because I didn't know how to protect myself and nobody else protected me. So I felt that if I was angry and puffed myself up, that it would make me look like I could protect myself and I wouldn't get you know harmed. But in that sense, it cut off any possibility of making new friendships, making healthy connections and stuff like that. So it can be scary to let yourself be vulnerable, but it's also so important to have the discernment for what is in your best interest and what isn't, because that's going to make your choice a little bit easier to make that discernment to know what is better for you. And I I don't know. I could talk all day.
1: And, no, and I feel like <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Like, like they have no idea. They're just going to be like, well, I did this because someone else told me that this was the Yay. right thing to do. And I'm like, but did your body tell you, your mind, body and soul tell you you weren't supposed to do it? Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Then why did you do it? Like, cause this person told me to do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, the, the mind and the heart are such like, They're hard to get to, right? Like physically, like you can't, like you can't get to the brain, right? Without surgery type of thing. But like the heart, you can get to it so much easier. with just words, um, you know, um, actions. And we need more of that. And you you were always with open arms with anything that I came to you for. And I'm like, well, what about this? And what about that? You're like, oh yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah, that's fine. You're like, I'd be too careful about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, you've showed me things spiritually that I never even knew existed. I mean, it was always there, Yeah, you know, type of thing. I felt like it was always there um but like you said like i just always was like people probably think that's gonna that's weird you know and then some people they kind of think it's funny and i'm like no it's funny but it's it's real (laughs) it's like what's actually happening and i remember you saying like i'll kind of write some of the stuff down and i remember like since the very first time you told me to do it i would write some of the stuff down and like some of it actually um came true like okay i think i don't know if i told you though i didn't i don't know if i told you this and i've been wanting oh to tell God. you this so remember when jv from the radio he used to be on the yes. doghouse and stuff yeah. like that he went missing the very moment i saw that in my feed that he was missing i knew he was gone like i i just knew it yeah and i know and, and i wrote it down i wrote it down and, and i even said before i wrote it down like i'm not writing this down because i want something bad Happen. I'm writing this down because
0: mm-hmm. I
1: want to prove to myself that this isn't like just something that I'm just thinking in my head. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not I'm manifesting it, it's just I know. Mm-hmm. And so I think a couple of weeks later it ended up showing that he passed away. And I even said why before I even knew what it was. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, he he killed himself. Like that was like the first thing that popped in my head. And I know it sounded crazy, but I did write it down. And then I was like, oh my gosh. When it happened. And like some people that, because I've been ever since I found out about this thing that I have called the knowing, people are like, oh yeah, whatever. And like some of those people, Mm -hmm. I was like, no, look at this. I wrote this down and I wanted to write it down just to prove to myself. And now I'm showing it to you because this is the thing I was talking about. Some people are like Mm -hmm. open to it. You know, they're like, wow, that's crazy. And then other people are like, okay, that's still weird. Um, But the best ones are the ones that are like, you know, I always felt like I have something yes, too. Exactly. And that's, that's the part that is the most rewarding of, out of this whole process that there's other people thinking like, yes. you know what, lately yeah. on a spiritual level, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yes, this is it. This is it. So mm-hmm. I'm just happy to, to be able to share that. And something that you opened, you didn't even realize you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, no, I'm all speaking like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I, I noticed a lot is because, um, you know, I've I've mentioned it before, where growing up with the the kind of like hypersensitive abilities, it, it's it was such a struggle That whenever I have an inkling or a feeling that another person, you know, has those abilities, I want to like offer as much information as I can because my journey was, you know, yes, it was cool all on its own, but it was a lot of not cool stuff and feeling confused and feeling frustrated. And everybody's going to have those feelings, but I know that it would have helped me a lot to have people in my life that would have accepted that part about me earlier in my journey. And that's what I want to provide for other people is knowing like, you can't even imagine how grateful and lucky I feel to have people in my life that know what I'm talking about, that have it. Like I told you, it's Sam and I can talk about it till we're blue in the face, but when things happen like in group form or other people outside your bubble, see it and witness it. It's so confirming for your feelings. You're like, Oh my gosh, thank you. Because sometimes it is so isolating to feel like nobody knows what you're saying or hearing or feeling at all.
1: Yeah. Uh, And you know, i'm thankful that i have you guys to kind of connect on that level because there's not i mean even just friends like and yeah. family so so to even connect with you guys on a comedic level and then on a spiritual level it's such a i don't want to say game changers like a life-changing you know it's like life-changing i'm like we're
0: gonna be friends spiritually forever yeah <laughs> <laughs> It also makes you write better, I think, because when you look at things or events around you that are happening, when you look at them from a spiritual perspective, like, what are you doing, universe? What are you up to? What are you guys up to? And then (laughs) surprising you with ridiculous shit. That is like the best time to write your material because you're like on a very like humorous level with spirit and spirit has this ridiculous sense of humor. Like you say, humor is healing completely true. It can heal so much within you because they wouldn't be using humor so much if it didn't do anything for us, you know?
1: Right. I, I, I agree. I agree. And now we know what to do with it. We're like, yeah, who needs the dose?
0: Exactly.
1: Who likes Mary Poppins? <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, PX. Well, thank you so much for uh, having some time for me to to talk woo woo to you. I appreciate you uh, giving me the privilege of, of having thank you
1: no, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Can't wait to do it again.
0: Yay! Next yeah. time we <laughs> talk about something like aliens or um skinwalkers or something.
1: Oh yeah. I'm I'm bookmarking. So I'm gonna start sharing my bookmarks yeah. <laughs> soon. Awesome. Just don't be surprised. It's a private <laughs> album that's gonna just have these all these weird bookmarks. they are like, oh yeah, we're talking about this.
0: <laughs> I'm into it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let me know. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Talk Woo To Me, a supernatural podcast. Please follow us on uh, Facebook at Hypothetical Comedy Podcast Network and check us out at hypotheticalcomedy.com. You could check out PX at... PXcomedy.org
1: or PXcomedy on all social media platforms.
0: Yeah, and then also check out PX's other uh, podcasts like uh Your Worst Neighbor and P Extreme. Yep.
1: Yep. Pretty extreme, which is going to be on the radio pretty soon. Woo! So I'm excited.
0: Yay! And you're going to be, you're going to be on that one for sure. Oh, yeah! Oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Take care.